welcome to the Covenant Podcast today, to the New Year's edition, I guess. Um, thanks for tuning in wherever you may be. I uh, hope everybody had a Merry Christmas, and um, I don't know, every year on the podcast, this time of the year, I always kind of try to, I don't know, look at a, our New Year um just I don't know thoughts about the new year in the past year now I know this this year has been like no other and I know all of us are just so excited to turn a page to start over a a new year a new beginning whatever 2020 goodbye good riddance right that's what we're all thinking but um as we do as we do I, I i want i always want some some thoughts and some perspective and um so i want to i want to tell a story and i guess this this isn't just a coincidental story as as we've um journeyed through advent and to the birth of christ um one of the first stories in the bible after the birth of jesus is a story about jesus and his parents um, taking him to Jerusalem. Now, one of the things, if you were a good Jew, you, you always went to festivals. There were f- certain festivals that you had to attend, and they all took place in Jerusalem. And one of the big festivals was the, the Passover festival. Now, if you remember the Easter story, the, the, the story of God, uh, um, Good Friday and um, Monday Thursday, and these all take place during the Passover. So this is a story when Jesus was about twelve years, well, when he was twelve years old, according to the Bible. And here's what it said. And here's what's interesting about this story. And I want to talk about um, how it relates to us and maybe moving forward as, as Christians. And when Jesus was twelve years old, they went up as usual for the festival. So one of the things Jesus was raised following these traditions it says as usual his parents were good and diligent about taking jesus to these religious gatherings when the festival was over they started home the boy jesus stayed behind in jerusalem and the parents didn't know it they assumed he was with a group of travelers they went a whole day's journey and they started to look for him among the relatives and friends so they, evidently, they would travel in families and packs and groups. Um, it, I, I, when you traveled on these long journeys, um, traveling in groups was a lot safer than traveling alone. And these parents of the year <laughs> traveled a whole day and didn't didn't realize that they, their son wasn't with them. Well, when they didn't find him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. And after three days, they found him in the temple setting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. And all who heard Jesus were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. The mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you with great anxiety. And Jesus wanted to say, Well, you're the ones that left me here. Um, No, he said to them, Well, why are you searching for me? Did you not know that I was... In my father's house, but they didn't understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And then verse 52 said, And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine 
Andean human favor. I want to see that. Say that again. And Jesus, he was 12 years old, and he increased in wisdom in years and in divine and human favor. And this is kind of the, the last we hear about Jesus until he was 30 years old. So in the Bible, Jesus goes from 12 to 30. Just that's the way it is. And all we know is that in those 18 years, Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. Or, or you might say it this way. Jesus continued to mature and grow and learn and get wisdom and find favor with God and with humans and learn about God and about humans. You know, one of the things I guess we're always astonished is Jesus was born with everything, <laughs> right? Jesus was born with power and doing miracles. and But according to the Bible, he gained wisdom. He learned. He grew. He matured. And what that says to me and about us is um, if Jesus needed to learn and to grow and to gain in wisdom and to gain about God and gain about humans, then how much more do we need to do the same? I mean, how, how many times do we say things, oh, we're just set in our ways, when the reality is the, the Christian healthy thing to do is to not be set in the ways, but to grow in wisdom and divine favor and uh, human favor with each other. You know, one of um, one of the things that uh, just really, really bothers me is <laughs> seeing my kids get older. Uh, my goodness, we were looking at a photo album. We when we decorated for Christmas, we always have these these Christmas pictures every year. The girls get Christmas pictures and. We brought them out, and, and some of them were like from 12, 13 years ago. And it's like, oh, man, look how much. It, was, it goes so fast. And it's like, oh, I don't want you to ever grow up. And, right, we say these things. and But but what's the alternative? Yeah, if, we, if they don't ever grow up, then they, I don't want to change diapers the rest of my life either. Yeah. But there's something about watching them learn watching them get wiser, watching them grow, that is some sort of satisfaction and joy as well. And as we grow, as just like our children grow, there are certain things that we're not ready for now that we might be ready for s- some other day. Or there's there's things that we might not be ready for in the past that we are for now. For, for example, I remember getting in so much trouble when I was a child. I'm, uh, my mother was cooking um, some sort of Christmas cookie, some sort of something on the stove, and I got close, and she scolded me. I was about six, seven years old. Do not ever touch this stove. Do not come near this stove. This stove is hot. She made me deathly afraid of the stove, which is what a good parent would do, right? You don't want your six-year-old playing with burners on the stove. Now, one of my greatest um, 
one of one of my favorite one of my favorite things to do to relax and unwind at the end of the day is to cook dinner. Everybody, everybody knows me. I cook dinner in my family because I enjoy it. I enjoy crafting. It, I, it really is my way to unwind at the end of the day. And you know what I use to cook dinner? I know I use a stove. Don't tell my mom because I'm breaking her rule to, to that I'm not supposed to use a stove. Or is it just that I wasn't ready for this thing? But now that I have matured and have have learned about it, it's become not only something that I can touch and operate, but something that's therapeutic and healthy for me. I remember a similar story um, when my oldest child was about that same age, six, seven years old, and it was a cold, cold winter day, and I was taking um, my kids to school, and so I went out early and I started started my truck and and let you know let it all warm up, and then I took my children and put them in the truck, and I ran back inside for something. I'd forgotten something. I remember, and I came out, and my oldest child, who was six or seven at the time, was pulling on the gear shift. Yes, I guess she had, she had seen me do it before in driving, and she now it was still in park, and luckily she didn't yank it, but I lost it. I was like, "Do not touch that!" And uh, she started getting afraid and started crying, and, but I didn't care if if she if I had to make her cry and be so afraid to not touch that again because what was the alternative is that she yanked it down and oh, bad things could happen. So I do not touch this ever again. This is bad. Bad things will happen to you. Um, and last Saturday, um, she's 15 now. Um, we went to, uh, to the school and I taught her how to drive. Um, <laughs> the thing that I wanted her to be most f- afraid of now, I want her to learn about. And I want her to respect. And I want her to grow in wisdom and to mature. And I think the same is true for us as followers of Jesus. And what I mean by that is this, is, um, you know why I believe people have different views and different perspectives and different theological, um, you know, you think this way, I think this way, is because we're at different places. Maybe some of us aren't ready for that. And and, 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 and I guess the, one of the, the reasons that I, I look at things that way is because that helps me better understand and respect somebody that has a different view than I do. But here's my hope and my prayer for you and for, for myself and all of us who are followers of this Jesus. 2020 has been a pain. <laughs> but what have we learned from it? What... What what ways have we grown? Maybe look at now versus this time last year. How do you view things differently? Maybe for the better. How's God opened your eyes on different views and perspectives? Um, how I, I was I was talking to a gentleman the other day, and he said, "Man, you know what? I am not near as angry as I used to be." The things that used to make me so angry, I could care less about now. In some ways, he's matured in wisdom and moved past that. Yeah, stove used to bother me, but now I've got a handle on the stove. And so as we go forward in 2021, may our eyes be open to the wonderful, beautiful ways that God 
has so many surprises and so many blessings for us. But also, may you all increase in wisdom and in years in divine in human favor. And the way we do that is to continue to grow, to continue to learn, continue to pray, and, and continue to listen to other people's story and how God's impacting them. So, my friends, I hope you have a, all have a happy new year. And we're all praying that 2021 is a whole lot better from 2020, but there are lessons from 2020. And how are we better now than we were then? Maybe how are we wiser now than we were then? Because God is constantly, constantly putting us and showing us different, unique things in our life. And so my, my prayer is that you see that. I see that. All of us become better disciples by growing in wisdom. So uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, check us out at covenantchurchofada.com. Have a happy and blessed new year. And I will talk to all of you in 2021. Bye-bye.